so I want to uh, do a little exercise with you today. I don't mean like calisthenics exercise, but uh, do, a little, do a little exercise with you that has to do with your Bible. So if you, you may have brought your own Bible, there are usually Bibles uh, around you in the pews, so you may have one there. Uh, or um, you may have, as I do, I very often look up the scriptures right on my phone. So you can pull out your smartphone if you happen to have it. I will not think that you are checking your messages or looking up your Facebook account right now. I will assume you're reading the scriptures. So, so that's what I want you to do right now. Let's, let's do a little exercise together. <clears throat> so what I, what I want to hear from you is this. Let's look at the birth of Jesus stories in each gospel lesson, shall we? I want to hear about that. So, so first of all, let's take a look at the, the order of the Scripture, not in the order which they were written, which will, will stir a whole lot more up than we're not going to do that today. But let's go ahead, which in the order that we find them in the Scripture. So starting with Matthew, Matthew chapter 1. What starts off Matthew chapter 1? Anybody? Yep, genealogy. I heard that really quietly. Oh, I know you can do better than that. Genealogy or the begats, right? There's a lot of begats. But then the story of Jesus. So you find that? Do you see that in Matthew, the story of Jesus? Matthew and, and who does the story, other than Jesus, who does the gospel of Matthew seem to feature in the story of Jesus, in the birth story of, of Christ? Let me hear it. I can't hear you very loud, louder. People are whispering. <laughs> you have your masks on, I know. It's not fair, is it? usually have the choir behind me telling me. I usually hear the choir. Joseph, there it is, Joseph, yes. We have a whole, kind of, Joseph is, is, is featured a bit here in that story, the birth story of Christ. Okay, let's go to Mark. Next gospel lesson, Mark chapter one. Tell me about the birth of Jesus story in Mark chapter one. This is a trick question. <laughs> exactly. This is a trick question. What is our first appearance of Jesus in the Gospel of Mark? Yeah, he's an adult. The beginning of his ministry. Wait a minute. The birth story is not in the Gospel of Mark, is it? Interesting. How about the Gospel of Luke? Luke chapter 1. Really, Luke chapter 2. But Luke chapter 1, we can start there. The one that's the most familiar to us, isn't it? Now, my guess is you have heard Luke and the birth story of Jesus since you were a child or maybe around then. You want to know why? Because you watched Charlie Brown. <laughs> you know, you 
expected some much greater theological idea, but Linus himself has taught us well with his little blue blankie, the story from Luke 2, (laughs) the story of Jesus that we are the most familiar with. It has so many details to it, which is, is really why we, we, we really focus on that. We have a bit of a blending of typically Luke and Matthew as we tell the full story of Christ. But Luke 2 is the one we are the most familiar with. So, so far, we, we've talked about the three different Gospels so, and the birth of Christ. So Matthew, the birth of Christ, but kind of more focused on Joseph, Mark, Jesus starts off as an adult, right? So Matthew, Mark, Luke, we have a little more focus on Mary, but of course on Jesus. And you know where we're going, the Gospel of John, John 1. Where is the birth of Christ there? In John 1. Did you find it? It's very different in the Gospel of John than it is in the other Gospels. Look at verse 14. John 1, 14. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of a father's son full of grace and truth. That is the birth story in the Gospel of John. I find it very interesting to look at all four of those accounts. It's also interesting to me that we've melded all of those together in our thinking, rightfully so. We've seen different perspectives, and, and those have become the full story of the birth of the Savior and our experience as people who follow Jesus throughout this time as we celebrate the birth of Christ. The Gospel of John tells the story in such a different way. It's very poetic in the telling of the birth of Christ. It's quite beautiful. You have to take a little time with it to read through it. And and to even visualize what the author is, is trying to, to get across. But it, but it is quite beautiful when we take time with it. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And we start to visualize the beginning, what that may have looked like, the beginning. All things came into being through him. Without him, not one thing came into being. And you hear that and you get carried away with that. And the scripture says this, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. That beautiful description of Christ from the gospel of John It also highlights the reality of life in our lives. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness doesn't overcome it. It doesn't say that the light 
abolishes the darkness forever and ever, amen, in this scripture, it acknowledges that darkness exists. And we may define darkness in different ways, maybe even in different parts of our journey. We may say that darkness is something. And maybe something that darkness, maybe darkness is something we may have brought on ourselves. Maybe darkness is something that was brought to our doorstep that we had nothing to do with, but it's still part of our journey. But the scripture rings true. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness won't overcome it. Instead, the light will be part of our lives. Darkness will not envelope us all the way, but the light will remain with us, the light of Christ. And then the scripture goes on to say, as I already mentioned, and tell the story of the birth of Jesus in such a different beautifully unique way. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have beheld its glory. I had the wonderful privilege last week of going to the immersive Van Gogh experience with my mom and my sisters. I know some of you have gone to that exhibit. It was truly amazing to me. I really enjoyed it, partially because I just love spending time with my family. Uh, They are such a blessing, and I'm grateful for that time, always time with them. And partly because I found it really almost a spiritual experience. I continued to think of this scripture, this scripture especially, the light shines in the darkness, plays through my head quite a bit during this time of the year. And so I was thinking of that and thinking of this Sunday, and I sat with my mom on a bench as part of that experience, and the light of the art was all around us, and even at times washed over us and right onto the floor. And and I was moved by that. I was part of the light. And the light was washing over me and I was grateful for the light, even in the dark spaces of the heart. It was really a beautiful experience for me. You see, as people of faith, we really are a mixture of seeing the light and being the light. We see the light, and I hope we guide people to see the light, but we are also called to be the light, the light that shines in the darkness, in the darkness of other people's lives to bring hope and bring help, bring joy. We began Advent this last year with the phrase, we'll leave the light on for you. Remember? From the Motel 6 commercials. Tom Bodette, I'll leave the light on for you. (laughs) 
I will, by the way, always leave the light on for you. No doubt. I will leave that light on. We, King Avenue, we will leave the light on for you. And we will be the light. It's worth repeating that little phrase as we move into 2022. We go with confidence, not fear, into this new year, surrounded by the light of Christ, partially because we're surrounded by one another, and I see the light of Christ in you. We are surrounded by that light. And so I encourage you to continue to be the light in this world. Not only sense the light for yourselves, but to be the light for others. Let your light shine. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.